welcome to Martell's Movie Madness. This is your host, Ryan Martell, as always. And this week on the show, I got Gagney back. Uh, we are going to be talking about musicals, of course, because it's still Musical March. Uh, we're going to be talking about some musicals that he likes, new musicals that I've watched, and um, we're going to talk about uh, some musicals that should be made or musicals that should exist that don't currently exist. Um, that being said, I do have some dates to plug and my what you watching segment for this week, uh, and all that good shit coming up. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to jump right on into these dates here. Uh, this is at time of recording. It is March 15th, 2020, and the United States is deep, deep, deep in Corona panic. Uh, the coronavirus has killed a few people in, in the States and a lot of people elsewhere, uh, and everybody's losing their shit about it. Uh, people in the United States who probably aren't going to ever be affected by it are just panicking and, uh, buying a lot of, stocking up on a lot of shit, supplies, things to be quarantined, and it's just a big mess. Everybody's everywhere, uh, hoarding these things that they don't really need all that much of, and all I can say is I hope this passes quickly and we don't have to deal with this for much longer because it is just showing how fucking bad people can be. Um, but yeah, uh, back to the dates. I'm sorry. Got a little sidetracked there with coronavirus madness here. Um, so of course on the 17th, that is St. Patrick's day. Um, this episode will not be out yet. But, uh, the, uh, well, it'll be out on Patreon if you're a patron, uh, supporter. Um, the Leprechaun franchise breakdown episode is going to be out on Patreon on the 17th, St. Patrick's Day. So go ahead and go join Patreon if you're not already a patron and listen to that if you are a patron. Uh, so just giving y'all a heads up, that's dropping. Also on the YouTube channel, there will be a companion video for that episode, uh, with just the ranking. It'll have some video clips from the movies in it. Um, so go check that one out as well. March 25th at, uh, VizArt Video is VHS Potluck. It is the Heathen edition. So bring out your Heathen VHS tapes, your religious cult, uh, Heathen uh, hedonistic crazy shit and uh, let's have a lot of fun uh, if you've never listened to the show before or never attended a VHS potluck they're really fucking awesome uh, it's a double feature where people bring their own VHS tapes of movies they haven't seen and I'm sorry and they randomly pick one of the ones from the movies that no one's seen and then they vote on all the rest to decide which movies they watch and i think it's a lot of fun to go and uh see that march 26th which will be the next thursday uh well the next day for the to to that but next thursday from today if you're listening to this with the public um it's gonna be martell's movie madness uh spin the wheel make the deal i had a lot of trouble saying my own event's name uh, because on my notes I have March Madness written down, uh, which it is March Madness, but it's also spin the wheel, make the deal. Um, 
12 movies on a prize wheel and the highest bidder gets to spin the wheel and all uh all don't all the bid the the money for the all the money that the highest bidder donate uh bids will go to VizArt video fuck easy for me to say right um so yeah that'll be a, a hopefully a good donation to VizArt video of course the losers are also encouraged to donate it's a free event but everybody is encouraged to donate to VizArt video because well, Vizart Video is cool, and uh, they've got forty thousand plus titles available in their in their stock to rent. Um, it's growing every week. They literally bring in new movies every week, um, and not and that's just the new releases. There's movies coming in from donations, uh, personal collections, all this crazy stuff. Uh, go on up to VizArt Video if you haven't already and you live in the Charlotte area and give them a look. Joining is easy. It's free. All you have to have is an ID and a major credit card or debit card. Um, but yeah, those are the two VizArt Video events that are going on this month. Uh, we've already missed Cult Movies in the Cave. And we had the Jew Exploitation was... Friday the 13th, I should have talked about it a little bit last week, uh, but I didn't because I'm a loser and I need to make sure I put all the dates I need to talk about here. Um, of course, there is the 60 Second Horror Challenge, which is in June, that is June 20th. Uh, it's a good bit away, but I'm giving you guys all a heads up because it will sell out. Uh, the tickets for this are extremely cheap and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the guys from Flesher are putting it on. Uh, I love those people. They're really nice and they make a really, they made a really fine movie with Flesher, um, which is available on Blu-ray. You can find that on their, um, their Instagram and Facebook and all that Flesher movie. Um, it's at Flesher movie on Instagram and Flesher movie on Facebook. Um, but yeah, that's June 20th. It'll be at frothy beard brewing company in Charleston, South Carolina. So going out to that, I'm going to be there. So you should too. Um, all right, that's all the dates I got this week. I'm gonna go ahead and do what you're watching now, and then I'll plug all the social media and everything at the end of that. Um, I don't know why I keep telling you guys like I like I keep laying out the format to you guys like you care. I should just go ahead and just do it. But it's weird talking to yourself when you're sitting here recording a podcast alone. Uh, so hopefully you guys sympathize with that. Um. I'm getting my stride. I'm 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 picking my uh I'm I'm getting in the groove of things. Uh especially with the new um uh, reoccurring guests that I'm having on. It's helping me out a lot and uh the struggle to find a guest is not as hard when you know that there's somebody that can do something for you. Um <clears throat> so the pick of the week this week is Little Shop of Horrors from uh from uh, I believe 91 or 89 somewhere in that area I don't know uh, not the original Shop of Horrors with Jack Nicholson not the Roger Corman one the, the Rick Moranis one the musical um, I rewatched it recently on Prime uh, it's not on Prime like free with Prime It's I had to sign up for the 7 day trial of Cinemax to be able to watch uh, Little Shop of Horrors that movie's fucking so fun it's literally the funnest thing ever. 
Um, I gave it a 4.5 out of 5 on the Martell scale. I mean, just everybody does a really good job uh, playing their characters. It's off the it's 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 campy. It's fun. It's funny. It's silly. It's it's everything you want in a movie. Uh, well, in a musical, and um, I mean, you got Steve Martin as the sadistic dentist, and then Bill Murray plays a masochist that loves going to the dentist and getting his teeth drilled. It's just insane. Oh man, and uh, you know. You got the you got Tisha Campbell in there uh, as one of the singing girls on the streets. This is this amazing. So yeah, go ahead and I mean I'm sure everybody's seen Rocky, uh, not Rocky. Uh, everybody has se- probably seen Rocky Horror Picture Show, or most people have. Uh, but that's not this one. Uh, this is Little Shop of Horrors. Everybody's hopefully seen Little Shop of Horrors, but if you haven't, make sure you go check it out. It is on Prime, available with Cinemax. Uh, you can sign up for that seven-day free trial of Cinemax and watch it for free. Just make sure you cancel that subscription. Um, if you don't want to pay for it, of course. If you want to keep going with it, then go ahead. It's like nine ninety-nine extra a month. Uh, okay, what do I got next up? Um, ooh, okay, so I do I want to talk about... The, there's a few really cool things that I watched recently. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start with... Uh, the new release that I watched, the brand new in theaters, just watched it last night, uh, as of time of recording, uh, The Hunt, the movie, the most talked about movie of last year that didn't come out till this year. Uh, this is the movie, if you remember, it got, uh, postponed due to, uh, something, it was something to do with like the violence or something as like gun violence is some some shooting happened or something and then this movie ended up getting pulled the getting the plug pulled on it and it didn't come out when it was supposed to but it finally came out this year um and boy did they do a great job marketing this movie uh every ad was it was posting all of the reviews that people made about it without even seeing the movie uh, and talking about the most talked about movie of the year hasn't come out yet and all this cool, cool stuff. And the trailer was really fun and misleading, but not in a bad way, misleading in a good way. Like you think that somebody's going to be in the movie for forever and well, we, I don't want to spoil anything, but, uh, yeah, uh, it's fucking great. I mean, it's, it's violent as all hell it's funny it's surreal in a very grounded way if that's possible um it's meta uh which is kind of crazy for by today's standards because not a lot of stuff is very self-aware um without being without being like wink and nod self-aware uh so yeah i love this movie i feel i regret that I had to take a piss. Uh, so I had to go piss during this movie. I missed like two minutes, maybe a minute and a half. Uh, I was in there and out of there real quick. It was like the longest piss I ever took though. I was like, why is this piss taking so goddamn long? Um, but yeah, it's uh, so good. I want to watch it again already. Like I told my brother last night when I came home that I'd go see it again in theaters. 
I'll probably not end up going and seeing it again in theaters just because of monetary reasons, but I'll definitely be buying it on DVD when it comes out or Blu-ray, um, whichever one is more accessible or affordable at the moment. Um, I gave it a five out of five on the Martell scale. Definitely go see the hunt. If you are not scared to go out with this Corona panic going on, um, Nobody in Monroe, North Carolina is scared because the showing before the one I went to was sold out and then mine was damn near sold out. So um, definitely go see The Hunt. It is fantastic. Um, oh, I didn't even tell you anything about what the movie's about. Uh, so these, it's basically like the exact opposite of what would actually happen in real life. Uh, these elite liberals... Well, I guess elite liberals probably would do this. Uh, kidnap 12 uh, conservative deplorables, undesirables, whatever you want to call them. And they hunt them for sport. It's the most dangerous game. You've heard all this before. So, yeah, go check that one out. Uh, next up, I watched Resolution on Prime. Uh, Resolution is, the, is a movie that is not a... Okay, so... Sorry, I've talked about Resolution on here before. I haven't I hadn't seen it until now, um, but I talked about it being the movie before The Endless because The Endless is a sequel to Re- Resolution. Um, very loosely, of course, it, it's not like it follows the same characters or anything. Uh, the same characters from Resolution are in Endless, but that's not the story arc of The Endless. The Endless is uh, based based on um different people um going through this a similar situation so basically in the endless it's these two brothers who've gotten away from this cult and they've decided to go back and visit and check on everybody and make sure that everybody's doing good because they're worried that they're all about to commit ritual suicide um so that's what goes on in the endless in the resolution there's these guys that he runs into in the endless that are in this uh, abandoned building, and it's a it's a drug addict and his best friend, and he's trying to get his drug addict friend clean, um, and that is what the resolution is about. It's about those two guys and their situation and how they got stuck. Oh, stop, fuck! Uh, and how they got into the how they tie into the endless, basically. Uh, so when you see resolution and you see the endless, you'll understand both movies a little bit better. Um, or maybe you just understand resolution better when you watch the endless, I guess. Yeah. So that's what that is. You understand the resolution better when you watch the endless, but resolution is pretty good. Uh, it's not as good as the endless. Uh, but if you're going to watch the endless, I would suggest watching it and uh watching resolution first doing a double feature of them would be great um because like i said they they pretty much pair together pretty well uh i gave it a three out of five on the martel scale so go ahead and check that one out um next up on my list is queen and slim queen and slim is a red box selection from this for this week uh, I normally don't do Redbox. I like to rent video. I like to rent DVDs and Blu-rays from Vizart, uh, but it's it's a little cheaper to go to Redbox sometimes, and especially with new releases, I like to kind of or, or new to DVD releases, 
I kind of like to not rent them right as soon as they come out from VizArt. I will if I if it's something I really want to see and Redbox doesn't have it. But I try not to rent things from VizArt. Yeah, new releases. I try not to rent new releases from VizArt um, until they've been out a couple weeks, usually, unless it's something I really want to see and Redbox won't have it. Uh, so that's that's the thing. So, but every now and then I will rent a movie from Redbox or my brother will rent movies from Redbox. And that's what I watch. But uh, Queen, Queen and Slim is this... Oh, man. It is like a... Oh, it's like a, I'm having trouble because like a lot, I've seen people compare it to Bonnie and Clyde, but that's not really what it is. Um, it's more like if Bonnie and Clyde met Romeo and Juliet, but like a grown up version of Romeo and Juliet, not like the kids who have rivalry families. It's just, it's complicated. So this, this black, um, these black young adults i would say they're probably in their mid 20s early 20s late 20s maybe even so they're in their 20s somewhere in their 20s are supposed to be uh this it starts with them on a date it's a tinder date so they've just met um they get pulled over on the way home from the date uh he's taking her back to the house and back to her house and they get pulled over and you know Things get uh, touchy, we'll say, and the cop ends up getting shot. Um, this is not a spoiler, by the way. This is all in the trailer. So, uh, but yeah, they they end up going on the run from the police, and they go across a lot of states. It's 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 it's, it's a fun crime road movie, I guess. Uh, it's really good. I mean, this movie is fantastic. It's beautifully shot. Um, you got some good nudity going on. You got some good action. You got some good humor. Uh, it is. It's. You can tell that the director directed music videos before um, moving into feature films, but it's not a bad thing. It's not like the. It's not like a detriment to the to the movie. Um, oh God. I am trying to remember the guy's name, but it's the lead actor from Get Out, who is the star. I can't remember his name right off the top of my head right now. I should have put it in my notes. Um, him and I don't remember the lady's name either, but they are fantastic. Their chemistry is great. Um, yeah, it's it's just a good movie all around. Uh, definitely check it out. It's available at Redbox. It's available at VizArt. I think you can buy it on Amazon, but you cannot rent it on Amazon yet. Um, so yeah, go ahead and check it out. I gave it a 4.5 out of 5 on the Martell scale. Uh, the only thing about it is I don't. I just I wish it. I wish they. I wish the end would have been different. I just I don't. I know that you know. I don't know, you know, I just feel, I felt so hopeful during the entire movie, uh, but the end is kind of a down note. Um, sorry for potentially spoiling the vibe of the movie, um, but that's not technically a spoiler. 
Uh, but yeah, I gave it a 4.5 out of 5, so go check it out. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, so that concludes all of those, and now I've got my VizArt rentals. Um, first up, I watched Judy, starring Renee Zellweger as Judy Garland. Uh, Judy Garland is known mostly for playing Dorothy Gale in The Wizard of Oz. Uh, she's a actress, a singer, um, just a general overall performer. And Renee Zellweger does a really good job at being her, and even looks almost dead on like her in some scenes. Uh, the way she does that wide-eyed, uh, innocent look, it's just so amazing. And of course, Renee is playing an older version of, uh, and a, a later Judy. This is uh, the events that lead up into her. Uh, these are the events right up into her right before her passing. It doesn't actually show her uh, death on the, in the movie, but it leads up to about six months before her passing. Um, in a way, it's kind of a redemption story without the real, without real reward or redemption, you know? So it's really weird and complicated. It gives you an insight on the life she was living there towards the end of her life and the way uh she was being treated by uh pretty much everybody earlier earlier on in her life like her her um how her childhood shaped her adulthood if if that makes sense and or i should say teenage years and a young adulthood shaped her adulthood uh, but yeah, it's a very dramatic and very sad movie, but it's also a very good movie. Renee Zellweger does a really good, really good job. I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. Go check it out. It's real fun. Uh, well, not fun, but it's real good. Uh, next up is Firecrackers. Uh, I wanted to like this one a lot more than I did. Uh, I don't know what I was expecting, but... It wasn't really what I got. It was kind of what I got. Like, they gave me approximately what I wanted. But I just, I don't know what it is about this movie. I just, I wanted to enjoy it more than I did. I still enjoyed it a great deal. I mean, I gave it a 3 out of 5 on the Martell scale. But, uh, yeah, it just kind of... It didn't necessarily fall flat, but it just wasn't like a amazing thing that I thought I was that I thought I was about to see. Um, but yeah, it's these two girls, teenage or yeah, I guess they're like late teens, early twenties probably, and they're trying to get out of town, and uh, they have all these uh, fucked up misadventures trying to leave town, but um. Maybe this movie's just not for me. Maybe if I was a teenage girl or even a teenage version of myself, uh, I would like it more. But I did like it. I just wanted to like it more. You know what I mean? So I know I've said that. That's me being repetitive. So I'm just going to move on. Uh, Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Not the not. That's not the title of the movie. Mamma Mia is the name of the movie. It is the first installment in the Mamma Mia series. 
decided not to watch Mamma Mia Here We Go Again based on the fact that I liked Mamma Mia, but don't feel like I want to watch it again. Uh, which is what I feel like watching the sequel would be, is watching the same movie, essentially, with the same like progressions, but different people in different roles. You know what I mean? Uh, I thought that it was fun. It was lots of fun. It was not too serious, not too silly. Uh, perfectly fine movie. I give it a 3 out of 5 on the Martell scale. Um, okay, so getting toward the end here, I've got The Lure. Um, The Lure is a, another musical, um, tried to, tried to expand my musical horizon this month for you guys. Um, so this is another musical, it is a... Oh, God, it's a foreign film, but I can't remember what country it's from. Sweden, maybe? It could be Norwegian, I don't know. It's some kind of uh, European movie. Uh, But it's about these two mermaids who can sing, of course, because mermaids do that. That's how they, like, lure people and trap them and eat them. Uh, it's, it's a horror musical. It's very fun at times. It's very dark at times and it's kind of sexy. Um, which of course, cause that's another part of mermaids things is that they use their sex appeal and their singing to lure sailors and kill them. Uh, but it's a fish out of water tail. I mean, I gotta say literally, uh, <laughs> but it's, it's a lot of, it's it's a really good movie. It's it's very fun and it's very spooky and grim also. So go ahead and go check out The Lure. I gave it a 4 out of 5 on the Martell scale. Uh damn near perfect. <clears throat> uh Yeah, damn near perfect. I I wouldn't change anything about it really. The only thing is I just I have such trouble with subtitles. Um, and this one wasn't bad, but I, you know, I still had a little bit of trouble with it. Uh, didn't really affect my enjoyment of the movie that much though. So it still gets the high rating of four out of five. Uh, last, but certainly not least another foreign language movie, uh, Takeshi Miike's, um, first love. First love is, um, it's like a gory action movie. Uh, there's this... Oh, man. I don't even know. I don't want to spoil the plot. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. Um, so, basically, this gangster, this member, this Yakuza member, decides he's going to like rip off the Yakuza and then make a run for it while they like let they think it's the Chinese and they kill each other in this like bloody gang war. Um but his plan goes fucking terribly wrong and this boxer and poor girl that they've been holding captive as a debt kind of beat the whole fucking Yakuza and 
uh, or Yakuza, as as I think it's actually pronounced. Um, but yeah, man, it's fucking wild. It's it's Mike's out of the ones I've watched, and from my understanding, I've been told it is Mike's not his least gory, but his second least gory. I guess I think that's what somebody told me. Um, but I've I've heard, but I've I've only watched two: that one and Ichi the Killer. And somebody told me that Ichi the Killer is one of his goriest, so I've now seen one of his least gory and one of his most gory. So I need to watch the rest of them, uh, which I will eventually, but I'm slow with foreign films, as you know. Um, I'm just not a good reader. Uh, but I will eventually get to ra- around to watching more Mike. Uh, First Love gets a 4.5 out of 5. Damn fine film. Go check it out. It's at VizArt. Uh, not sure if it's streaming anywhere right now or if it's on demand anywhere. But I'm sure it is. So by any means necessary, watch First Love. It's fantastic. <clears throat> they actually screened it at the uh, Charlotte Film Festival uh, last year. So I should have went to that instead of spending all my money at Days of the Dead. But I did have a great time at Days of the Dead. Met Skeet Ulrich. Hung out with my boys in Rat Tail. Met the dudes in Flesher. Well, the dude and the his wife and all the people. I met all the good people in Flesher. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for what you're watching this week. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Martell's Movie Madness. Twitter at Movie Madness 69. Um, the Patreon is patreon.com slash Martell's Movie Madness. You can join for as low as $3 a month and get early access to all the content that I make. $10 a month gets you two bonus episodes, at least two bonus episodes a month, as well as the early access to the content. So go on over there and check that out. There's higher tiers. They don't have anything on them yet because... A lot of that stuff is like physical goods that I will have to make or order as patrons come in. Um, other stuff is just like stuff that I'm just, if I had a patron in there, if I had at least one, I would be doing it. But I don't have anybody in the upper levels yet. So go on over there and check that out. Join the Patreon. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. I have switched over to a new podcast format uh podcast hosting thing so you might have to resubscribe um if you're listening on apple podcast or anything like that uh but it shouldn't it shouldn't affect anything it should just go it should just redirect um but yeah thank y'all for listening hope you guys enjoy this episode with me and cagney talking about musicals
Welcome back to Martell's Movie Madness. This is the continuation of Musical March. Uh, I actually have watched a new musical since the last episode that I did about musicals. Uh, I watched Phantom uh, Phantom of the Paradise, which is like a rock rock and roll musical. Uh, but I'll talk about that more in a little bit. I got with me here. Mr. Cagney Larkin. Hello, everyone. Cag Swag. Cagney Beast. Madness. Welcome and back. We're going to be talking today about just, we're just going to be having like a general discussion about musicals and other such things. Yeah, I'm excited to be back, man. It was, I had a blast last episode yes. we did. It was fun. Yes. Uh, Cagney is going to be one of my reoccurring guests. He's going to be kind of like a unofficial co-host of the show. Uh, him and Mo are going to both be kind of like... Um, they're gonna both be kind of like that. With, Alt- with we can the alternate, show. you know, and yeah. then maybe have a big powwow. Me, yeah, man. maybe maybe we can play a big round and get it all uh, together. Trivial pursuit oh, too. Man. That'd be fun. I need I, I need my rematch with you. Yeah, yeah, Cause for sure. Because I beat her, okay. you beat me. Okay. So I'm I'm one and one right now. I don't like it. <laughs> um, we can do some more trivial pursuit, man. That was fun. So you it, said we're talking about musical we're march. Talking That's about your music, theme for the this month. Musical march, yeah. Uh, but I do want to start out by asking you what you've been watching. What you watching? Well, Ryan, I watched something awesome the other night. I absolutely freaking loved it, man. Guns Akimbo, starring Daniel oh, okay. Radcliffe. Uh, I, had, I had a lot of fun watching that movie, man. Yeah. It reminded me of Crank. Okay. Uh, look, it felt like a video game almost. and But it wasn't, you know, it's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> but it was always so fun, man. And Dan yeah. Radcliffe has an American accent in the movie. Wow. Which is something I've never heard that sounds, from. So it sounds like I've ne- something I never thought would happen. It's worth the price of admission alone just to hear Dan Radcliffe talk with an American accent. Yeah. But if you're not familiar with the plot out there, uh, Daniel Radcliffe makes some bad decisions and wakes up with guns bolted to his hands, like a saw trap almost. Yeah. And uh, they've been bolted to his knuckles and hands, and there's like this fucking hilarious scene of him like just trying to put on pants and take a piss with guns for hands. <laughs> and then from there he goes on like this quest. It's like a video game to where he like goes on a side quest, meet a char- an important character, gives him an item that he needs to progress, and it's just a Fun movie, man. Have you seen it? Uh, no, I haven't seen it yet. You gotta watch um, it. I think Vizart is going to be screening it soon. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I saw that. probably going to check it out there. It's awesome. Yeah. Man. And I also watched uh, Greener Grass. Greener Grass. Which yes. was amazing, man. I had uh, a movie make me laugh like that, I don't think, yeah. in so long. It's just the. Uh, the metaphysical, surreal humor in that movie is amazing. The kids are. The family wants a a disciplined child, and they yell at him. So, 
he, the child falls into a pool of water and comes out as a golden retriever, and now they have yeah. the perfect son. It's insane. <laughs> it's the, the movie is literal insanity. Yeah, like, it's insanity. It's it's and it's not like in the way that like a Nicolas Cage movie is insanity. It's like in the way the, the that, opening scene, the main character literally gives away her child. Yeah, she says, "Oh, I didn't know you have a new baby." Do you like her? You can have her. Do you want her? She's yours. And gives away her fucking child. <laughs> so from that moment, yeah, you know, you know, all bets are off. Th- yeah, all bets are off. This movie, this movie is, is, is taking us some places. Different. This is different. It's fucking wild. <laughs> Please, if you're out there listening to this, watch Greener Grass on Hulu and tell me and Ryan what you think about it. Yeah. It's amazing, fun movie. I'm not. I can't tell you any more than that. Because that's really the main two plot points. Yeah, I mean, anything other than that, it's just it's 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 a spoiler. Yeah, but it's like, it's a visual feast for the even, eyes. Even we've even given away too much by saying that. Well, the, the trailer tells you all that. The trailer that's what made me watch it. Yeah, I've I didn't watch the trailer, and that's well, I turned the trailer off. Yeah, that happened forty five seconds in. The kid yeah. turned into a dog, and I was like, okay, I'm watching this movie now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm watching this movie right now. They they had it at Vizart, like I said when we were talking earlier. Uh-huh. They had it at Vizart, but I missed it. And then everybody kept telling me how good it was mm. and how fucking weird it was and shit. And so when I saw they had it on Hulu, I just yeah. automatically watched it. I didn't even fucking, I didn't read anything about it. I didn't look up the trailer or anything. Right. I just was like, oh, that's the movie everybody's talking about played at Vizart. I yeah. gotta watch this I will say movie. the one thing about the movie that freaked me out the most was every adult has braces. Yes, <laughs> yes. So awful. That is the most unsettling yeah. fucking thing it just about makes it. Makes you feel so weird, man. But watch it, watch it yeah, ASAP, you guys. Watch that it's one. An awesome movie. For what did sure. you, What did you watch? What did I watch? Um, what, what you watching? What am I watching? Well, that's gonna be on the beginning of the episode. All right, I gotta listen for yours. No fan. Yeah, you gotta listen for no mine. tip for tat here on Martell's movie. I don't, movie I don't have much. I don't have much down yet. It's I all. Just, it's all give and no receive around here. I just recorded an episode. Friday, so I don't have much written down yet. I've just got one thing on my yeah. list right now. I will say uh, the next time we reconvene, I will probably have seen Come to Daddy and Color Out of Space. There's the next Color Out of Space is list. good. Yeah, they're yeah. on my watch list. That's one that I did for my What You Watching for the last episode. Cool, cool. So the one that comes out this week. Yeah, okay. Uh, so we're recording this at, on March 9th. This one won't actually be out for another week. Uh, the episode that comes out this week, as you're, uh, or as we're recording this, mm. is the one I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. So um, three days away from my birthday. Yeah, yeah. Um, happy birthday, by the way. Dun, of dun, course. Dun. Um, that episode's actually on the Patreon right now. Which by the time this comes out, it'll be out for the public. For the but, free, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. Oh, you stupid. Patreon users out there. Um, yeah, you get them. You get the episodes up to four days early if you're a Patreon user. For three bucks. So show that money. Three dollars. And you can listen to us to our True Girl Pursuit episode on there as well. Well, that one's, that's the next tier up. That's the ten dollar tier. But oh. Yeah, it's a little steeper. But oh, I put a lot of, I put a lot of good stuff up there on the, that, that tier. <laughs> that, that's going to have the St. Patrick's Day special, yeah. which is a Leprechaun franchise breakdown. Nice. You're yeah. just going to go through them all? I'm going to go through yeah. the, the franchise. Like, I'm going to talk about the movies that each individually and then... Uh, break down the timelines yeah. and fan theories, and then rank them. I loved Returns. Steven Kostansky yeah. so good, oh, so good. It's probably that's my favorite. I think. Um, anything else you've been watching? Um, 
God, Simpsons every day, all yeah. day, every day. That's yeah, if yeah. I'm at home and my TV's on. It's I've on been Simpsons. I've been rewatching Raising Hope lately. Oh, I love it, man. Yeah, I, love I love the little show. My Name Is Earl reunion. Yeah, that you get in there, and oh man, Raising Hope is great. Uh, what's that song that they sing? No, you ain't got money. I'm still in yeah, love yeah. with you, honey. That shit yeah. makes me about cry when they're they like Dude, for that sure. to each other. That's sure. Oh man, what a touching that, show. That season, fin- that, that series finale, the whole, the end of the whole show, mm. is well, just one of the most beautiful. What always ever. struck me as weird about that show is the plot change. Like, <laughs> yeah. the first two seasons are about like the son trying to get with the chick, and they finally get together and. Now, now we it's just, we switch the parents. <laughs> yeah, now it's about the parents. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. They were able to pull it off. But yeah, that's one of the reasons it ended up not lasting as long as they wanted it to. I mean, I think it could have. I think it, it honestly could have gone on maybe two more seasons. Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. But like, uh, yeah, I love that show. I, love, I, I wish that Earl had gotten. I his, wish it would come back to, and finish it off. So man. that he needs to finish his list, man. We need to know what goes movie. on. Movie, need to do a movie. If you're listening, Jason NBC, Lee. Fox, whoever owns the rights to fucking My Name Is Earl, let's get that fucking. Let's get oh, that I've seen some stuff movie about it recently too. Like it's been. In the yeah, movie. I've seen an article where Jason Lee around. wants to do it, uh-huh. but like it takes more than Jason Lee wanting to do it. Right. That. And, crab and, man. <laughs> fucking uh, last year, Robert England said he wanted to play Freddy one more time, and now and he just said he's too old to do now it. Now he's like a year later. I'm too old. Yep. <laughs> it's like he needed that shit to happen last year. Literally a year older. <laughs> he like, did it on the the Goldbergs. You, you would have, yeah, yeah. yeah that's like cool. realistically though, the movie would have been shooting this year anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Like, you would have been too old to play it anyway by that measure. By <laughs> yeah, that I guess he didn't know. That he wants fucking that. Kevin Bacon to play Freddy Krueger. Which is why I'd rather see it. Jackie Earl Haley do it again. I'd rather him just not do it. At all. At yeah. all, period. Well, I had a feeling that all the West Craven the movies were about to get decimated but if, as soon as he died. But if they're going to re- remake it, you know who I think should play Freddy Krueger? Yeah. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> give me, give I me want, your reason. I want him to play every fucking character ever now. Because just of Honey because, Boy? Well, because, okay, first of all, I do love Honey Boy. Mm. He does a really good job in Honey Boy. But uh, I also like him in Nymphomaniac, and I also love him in Holes. Well, he's only in part one of Nymphomaniac. Yeah, yeah. And he's in the second part, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, she doesn't fuck the same person a lot in that nah, movie, so. No, no, move. Point, you gotta point move a, on. Point B, right? <laughs> Didn't understand that. Not the biggest Lars von Trier guy. I'm a I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Not, not have big you seen the house fan. that Jack built yet? No, I haven't. So, but is good. it like the other Lars von Trier movies? Because it didn't look like them, you know. It's different. Neither did Nymphomaniac until it's I different, it. but it's the same. Okay. So it's it's definitely more along the lines of Antichrist than it is Nymphomaniac. Yeah, I like Antichrist more than Nymphomaniac. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's fucking gritty. Okay. It's it's dirty. It's mm. fucking. And Matt Dillon's fun guy to watch. Too. It's beautiful to look at. But there's so much gruesome shit going mm-hmm. on, and it's just like, how is this much fucking depravity and gruesomeness right. so beautiful? When I look at <laughs> it's it. so beautiful. <laughs> and I'm just like, Lars von Trier, you fucking genius. Is that the uh, is that the consensus everybody has for that film? Uh, a lot of people say it's too much to stomach. They can't watch it. Yeah. There, there are people talking about like they couldn't finish it. Like when it when it first started doing the festivals, people were like walking out, and it's wow. not that bad. It's not wow. that bad. I mean, I'm if sure you're, if you're a person used to that by now, though. Uh, if you're a person who doesn't watch fucked up movies on the regular, then yeah, you might walk out of it. Man, did you see that South by Southwest was canceled this year? Yeah, because the coronavirus. Holy shit! Yeah. So, um, 
It delayed the... I know, I know. Thousands of people. Or not thousands. Literally way more than thousands of people have been yeah. screwed out of this. Uh, Psycho Goreman is not going to get a premiere yep. now. Because that yep. was where it was premiering with South by Southwest. So they're trying to find another premiere festival for it. It's insane. I was super excited for that. It looks fucking awesome. I love it. Looks love great. It. <laughs> and I always look forward... I, I always look forward to South by Southwest because... Uh, my friend Blair lives in Austin, mm-hmm. so he goes every year. Nice. And I get the report back of yeah. what's fucking awesome. I went once uh, for one day. Yeah. Uh, 2015, five I'm, years ago. I'm I'm trying real hard to, because um, I think it's in like August or like it's like in late August. Uh, Fantastic Fest. Mm, I'm trying to go to Fantastic Fest this year, but where's it at? It's in Austin. Okay. It's at the the Alamo Draft House. Right on. Yeah. So, like, I want to do it, but, like, I was looking at, like, flights to Austin, and I was like, man, this shit's fucking expensive. That's like like 300 bucks. Yeah, but that's expensive for me, man. Oh, yeah, it's not that much money. It's hard hard to save up. It's hard for me to save up that much money. But, I mean, you know, well, that's what I did. I, uh, yeah. I saved up money, and my favorite band, The Residents, their mm. documentary premiered at South by Southwest. Nice. And you asked me on my first episode with you what my favorite documentary was. I was going to say that, but I felt like it's kind of biased because it's just a documentary about my favorite band. Yeah. So I flew out there to see their documentary premiere, and then they performed nice, because of nice. the documentary premiere. So I yeah. got to see the documentary and the performance, which was really cool. Tight. Um. So, yeah, well, we'll... We're so. What musicals have you talked about? Yeah, let's get into the musicals. <laughs> what musicals have you already discussed? I've we've I've discussed pretty much all of them. Yeah. So. So I'd say uh, a, one we, musical I grew up on. Yeah. Is singing in the rain. Okay, we didn't talk about that one. My right? mom used to wake me up every morning uh, with a song from that musical yeah. called. In, I guess it's called Good Morning, but it sounds like Good Morning, Good Morning. I used to hear it all the time when I was little. So I used to love watching that when I was young. For sure. And the Singing in the Rain song itself. Have you seen it? No, I know. I'm familiar with the songs, but I've never seen it. One of the earlier musicals, man, from the 30s. Yeah, it's really, really good. So, you know, it's feel good. Feel good musical. Yeah. yeah. It's been parodied through the years. You know, like Keenan mm. and Kel do the things like, I'm singing in orange yeah. soda. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like strolling down the alley while orange soda is like raining through the sky. So it's a pretty, uh, I'd say, important piece of cinema yeah. in that regard to where it's been you know, parodied enough and other things. I'll probably check it out. I'll have yeah. to grab it next week when I go to his art. Because it'll still be time for me to squeeze in on an episode. Yeah, you know, you gotta love the classic musicals, <clears throat> man. Um... I get so like when I'm looking when I go to their musical section I look at things and I'm like I'm trying to decide what I want to grab and mm-hmm. I'm like I don't know cause like some of it looks good but then yeah. at the same time it's like some of it also looks like it might be like a theater performance recorded yeah and I'm like I don't know if I want to watch that and you've also got to take into account like when it came out too. yeah yeah like that's gonna reflect the quality of the musical mm-hmm. what the music sounds like and to where we're in the year 2020 now, yeah. to where we're able to have short-form media accessed a lot more. Yeah. So, uh, there's this show I've been watching on FX called Cake, and mm. it's on Hulu, on the mm. FX area. Uh, I've seen it on Hulu. There's a segment on each one uh, called Quarter Life Poetry, and it's basically a, a mini-musical with one girl 
beak wrapping everything she's yeah. doing man. oh my god it's one of the most captivating things I've ever seen it's really awesome but they're definitely like sounds cool mini musicals that they do yeah uh, one's about a 9 to 5 job the other one's about like getting pressured to go out on a Friday night and stuff like that and I don't think I'm the target demographic for the show <laughs> quite doesn't mainly, sound like it but it's really good like it's really good quality stuff man. Uh, Raising Hope had a musical episode they do they Remember do, the they do Jewish... a lot of musical bits and uh, when we're talking about musicals, you know, uh, what all, is there a hard definition on musical? Like, would you okay, consider so, a movie that has nothing but original music for it? Like, uh, for example, one of my favorite comedies, Hamlet 2, has amazing music written for the movie for a performance that they put on. And all the songs are in the movie, but the movie isn't really a musical. But all the music in the movie is made for the movie. My definition of a musical is... Every scene has to have a mm-hmm. musical number. A scene where people stop talking to each other and yeah. start singing. Or <coughs> I count operas as musicals, mm-hmm. even though they're, they're different. They're technically different because, I mean, every opera is a musical, but not every musical is an opera. Right, right. It's like a rectangle in a square. Exactly, because of opera, you, know, you can't even they sing are you guaranteed the entire to understand time. what they're hearing. They're, <laughs> They sing the entire thing. There's no spoken dialogue. It's all singing. Now, have you ever seen Sticky Fingers, A Day in the Life? No. Oh my God, bro. This movie came out like 15 years ago. And I caught it on like... Showtime or something. Sticky fingers like the the, the rapper, rapper from the entire Onyx. movie is rapped, dude. Wow. And it has Michael Rappaport in it as a detective, and he gets to rap in it. And there's a lot of it on YouTube. I need you to see watch this. It, like ASAP. it's amazing. It's uh, it's definitely musical. Every word is yeah. rap. Michael Rappaport raps. Everybody yeah. raps. Like, yo, where's that gun? You know, you gotta get it to me. And blah blah blah. <laughs> Just stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, it's That's overly insane. ridiculous. Overly ridiculous. There's a musical coming out soon. Um, I can't fucking remember what it's called though. But it's like um, it takes place in like. New York, and it's got like uh, these people trying to save their neighborhood or something. Yeah, and it it, it reminds me kind of of like a uh, kind of like Rent meets West Side Story ish. Right maybe on. a little oh, bit. Yeah, I love both of those. You know, I I, I've never Story, seen love Rent, but I love Watch West Side Rent, Story. Man, Rent is yeah. awesome, dude. The music. I just for some reason had the feeling I wouldn't like that one. I, I got into would. it from you know I was a theater kid, man. I grew yeah. up doing plays every year. So all the when I got into high school, like that movie got popular. All the theater kids were listening to that soundtrack all the time. And I ended up getting into the music. I hadn't seen the movie, but I like mm. knew all the songs. <laughs> I was like, hell, let me throw this movie on. I threw it on, and I already knew the music. I was yeah. like, dude, this is good. <laughs> this makes sense now. I mean, one of the things that. Uh, choosing these themes for some months for me has been uh helpful in like trying to expand my mm-hmm. uh horizons your interests yeah because like like, like i told you earlier you i got, got mamma mia yeah. i rented yeah. mamma mia and i never thought about watching that movie uh before right and i was just like i need to watch a musical i got i got two musicals i got mamma mia and the lure which is like a I horror musical that. it's it's a horror movie it's like got a mermaid in it i think huh. at least there's a mermaid on the cover yeah but we know anything about horror movies it's a musical yeah okay seems interesting yeah it had a few staff pick uh stickers on it so i'm looking forward to checking it out now are there any musicals that you know word for word 
Um, not word for word, but I know a lot of the Rocky Horror Picture songs. Yes. And I know a lot of Annie stuff. Okay. And I know... The sun will come out yeah. tomorrow. Uh, Wizard of Oz. I know a lot of Wizard yeah, of Oz love, songs. That's, actually, that's one of like my personal favorite films, man. I love The Wizard of Oz. And... Little Shop Horrors? I know yeah, some of those. Little Shop, some of those. Little Shop of Horrors. But no, I don't know any of them like all the way through. But like I know... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I can catch up on stuff. <laughs> I know a lot of the Willy Wonka songs, too. Yeah. Well, I know a lot of the Willy Wonka Primus did the entire I want, soundtrack. I want to um I want to sample the the uh Veruca Salt mm-hmm. song that I want to now. I want, I want the world. Yeah. I want the whole world. Yeah. I want to lock imagine, it all up in my pocket. <laughs> could you imagine how hard ass that would be on yeah, a fucking rap yeah. song? Yeah, you should hear Primus's version of it. For man. sure. It's really good. I need to check it out. Yeah, they do the whole album. Yeah. The entire album. I, I saw it perform, it. man. It was great. I um I recently watched Phantom of the Paradise, like I said at the beginning. Yeah, I've never heard of that. It's a Brian De Palma musical, mm-hmm. and oh, like the Italian guy, right? Yeah, Brian De Palma. Yeah, he made. Um, I don't know if he's Italian. He he's he is definitely namesake Italian. Yeah, yeah but I don't know if he's he like made? from. Uh, I know the name. Carrie. Carrie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember what else he's known for yeah. right off the top of my head. Um, but it's like a precursor for Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might even be better than Rocky Horror Picture Show. Wow, okay. Uh, I still haven't really decided that yet. No, I mean, Rocky Horror has probably... It's, I would say it's the most popular musical of all time. It for sure has the biggest like cult, cult following, following. For sure. For it's sure. the biggest fan base of any musical. Okay, so Active he's, fan base. So I got Brian De Palma's shit up now. He's... He's from New Jersey. He's born in New Jersey, so he's yeah. not he's not literally Italian. Yeah, right. But he may be actually Italian. Um, the Untouchables. Yeah, amazing movie. Uh, <coughs> Dress to Kill. Fuck man, IMDb keeps fucking my whole thing up. <laughs> IMDb's rough sometimes. Because it loads an ad and it makes the yeah, whole thing come yeah, down a little bit, yeah. and it, I fucking keep. Uh, he's attached to a Predator project that's about to come out, I guess. Nice. Because it just says Predator. It doesn't have any other information on it there. Uh, the Black Dahlia now, is Brian De Palma. There could be a musical version of Predator. I'd be down for it. I'd be so down for it. Do you think it. there could be a musical version of Alien versus Predator? I'd be even more down for that. <laughs> I think that's a cool Honestly. universe. Now, I think they could start up a whole entire horror universe of musicals. Of musicals? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've already Just got they've classic. already got the like Broadway ones, like uh, the Toxic, Toxic Avenger and Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. Yeah, I've seen both of those. Yeah, and they've got a Beetlejuice musical. Oh, that'd be cool to see. Yeah. I know somebody that's been saw them actually. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be cool. Why don't you remake like the classic monster films, the Universal yeah, monster films, musicals like Creature from the Black Lagoon? Yeah, the musical, and have it be fun and yeah, like, yeah. You know, can't have a good time with it. Just yeah, camp it the cool fuck idea. up, like Frankenstein's monster, the musical. Like I accidentally made new life or something. It'd be insane. <laughs> or reanimator. This the uh, this is starting to like, sound like uh, that that fucking Planet of the Apes musical on The Simpsons <laughs> right now. Yes, oh, Doctor Zayas, Doctor Zayas, Doctor Zayas, Doctor Zayas. Speaking of musicals, uh, original music, The Simpsons, man. So, yeah. like, there are a ton of musical numbers in The Simpsons that are 
fucking exquisite, man. The uh, the one I just quoted, the See My Vest, Mr. Burns does it. It's the mm. parody of uh, See My Dress from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And he's like just talking about all the animals he's killed. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, these white slippers are I'll buy no African endangered rhino. <laughs> and it's great, man. But I asked you if you knew any um, musicals, word for word. I can do fucking Repo the Genetic Opera off the top of my head. That's a good like one. at any given moment. I yeah. used to listen to the soundtrack every day. Same thing with Sweeney Todd. I can just start it and then not stop it in my head, and I can just like end up listening to the whole damn. I went thing. to school. I went to school with a bunch of like fake goth kids who loved Sweeney Todd, and it kind of ruined it for a long time for right, me. Right. But I like the movie now. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> when I was in high school, when it first came out, I was like, that movie fucking sucks. Yeah. Composers. All those goth kids over there, they're growling yeah. at me. <laughs> fucking, oh man. Yeah, Helena Bonham Carter is our god. Yeah. Ugh. Emo Johnny Depp. Get out of my face, y'all. <laughs> oh man, I love Johnny Depp, though. What a diverse actor, man. Yeah. He, that man has so much range. That was actually the first movie he he legitimately sang in. Was yeah. Because well, uh, he was Cry in, Baby. He, yeah, he didn't sing. It was not. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's another singer okay. in Cry Baby. Did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that because Cry Baby is fucking awesome, man. Yeah, Cry Baby's sick. I haven't seen that in too long. It's we didn't. A long time, so that's one that. we didn't really talk about much. Yeah. On the past, on the other. What a good movie, man. Cry Baby. Um, well, we talked about. Todd. You got to talk about. We Cry talked Baby. about hairspray. Yeah, and we had this. We had a, like a disagreement on whether the original is a musical or not. It's not. No, but like the remake is, and there's like a Broadway musical based on the original. On the, yeah, okay. So I like allowed it as part of. <laughs> well, I allowed it well, as part of most <laughs> countdown. <laughs> All right. Even though the, the she meant the John Waters was. Did she I did just, a countdown? We did a top ten. Oh, okay. Yeah, what, the what episode. Was your, the episode this? that'll come out the week before this one. Okay. Or the, so everybody knows already. Right? What was the number one? No, I can't. Well, I, it'll because this episode comes out yeah. after that one, so um, yeah, that's what I said. Everybody. So right? I think my number one was the Wizard of Oz. Okay, that's a great. And great I can't remember what her number one was right off the top of my head. I nice. have to listen to the episode. I'll definitely put um, my number one is Repo. The okay. Genetic Opera. It's my uh, yeah with a close second with Cannibal the Musical. Yeah, and the only reason Repo is at number one is just because the the. Stylishness of the film, man. Yeah, uh, and the way it just flows, it constantly goes. Like Campbell the musical, it, it's got just this down parts where it's just yeah. sitting there, it's playing its jokes on you, and it's silly. It's a silly yeah, it movie. Is, it is, yeah, but Repo, man, it's just the music. It's like putting on a, you know, that's what the great thing about musicals are too, is yeah. because it's like throwing on your favorite CD to get to listen to again. It's not like you're yeah. sitting down to watch a movie. You get to sit down and watch a movie and listen to music yeah. that you love at the and same you, time. And you can listen to the music without watching the movie. Yeah, and still know And it's like on. you're it's watching awesome, the movie. Man. It's awesome. So that's why I like Repo. That's why Campbell. The musical's the second because Campbell the musical don't really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It doesn't hit that mark that well. But some of the songs of that movie are amazing. The trapping song where they finally are fighting the trappers. Yeah. And it's like... My pa was an elephant, but that's irrelevant. My dad was an Eskimo. <laughs> and then they, they start having uh, arguments about, like, key changes and Mixolydian scales and yeah. shit like that. It's just over-the-top ridiculous, man. I love it. Fucking, um... What about, uh... Poultry Guys? 
There'll be lots of killing. You'll be eating the live by zombie chickens tonight. Yes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen Poultry Guys too many times. Uh, one of the songs from it was my MySpace profile song for forever, yeah. dude. I forget. It was the one about suicide. The song about killing yourself in the middle. Oh, the, man. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was that song was my MySpace. Yeah. It's been years since I've watched I've got the three-disc DVD, man. I need to throw it on one night. I got the Blu-ray. It's not one I always... Think, yeah, let's throw on Poultry Guys. Tonight. Yeah, There's yeah. some parts of that movie that I just don't I, want I remember I wanted, to, I wanted to do it for the Thanksgiving show. <laughs> At the Sylvia at last the Sylvia, year, yeah. But we ended up not doing those because it was just a lot of shit going on. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think I'm going to show it at Vizard. Vizard, that'd be good. I'll come yeah. up to that, dude. If you show yeah. it at Vizard, I'll come out there. I am definitely. That. That'll be fun. Oh, you know what? You know what I'm doing this month, right? Uh, spin the wheel. Spin the wheel, yeah. make the deal. I got a prize wheel. Yeah. And I've got. I'm going to write. We're, I'm going to write movies on it, and we're going to spin. Are you spinning to watch? To right? watch. Yeah. To watch. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. It's really cool. So I, I got right now on the board. It's not full yet. I've got. Uh, four selections on it right now. Two of them are Martell's mystery picks. One of them is local, and the other one is uh, foreign. Okay. What are and your then, What are your local and foreign? Can't tell you that. That's okay. The so the, Those the are wheel the mystery pick. will the be... wheel will have actual movies ah, on it. Okay. Okay. It'll have actual movies on it, but there's two spots that are mystery picks right on. that I'm gonna be that are be surprised that I'll pick. What are some know. actual movies you're gonna have on there? Uh, the microwave massacre is on there. Awesome. Yeah, I wanna watch that. Um, there's a hooker double fe- hooker horror double feature, uh, Frank and Hooker Frank and Hollywood Chainsaw yeah, Hookers. Love Frank and Hooker, man. And uh, I, want, I want the VHS so bad, the one where it has yeah, the, where it uh, lights the talk up. box on yeah, it, yeah. man. I want that so bad. Um, and those are the four that I have on there right now. I think by the time this episode comes out, uh, I will have announced the fifth one that I'm going to put on there. Yeah, so. that's another filmmaker I think whose movies would lend themselves extremely well to being musicals. Frank Hindenlotter. Yeah. Bastard for sure. Case the musical. For sure. Frankenhooker the musical. Um was it he do no, no, he didn't do reanimator. But it reanimated the musical would be fucking awesome too. Un- unrelated, <laughs> but how cool would a Monster Squad musical be? Yeah, this comes back to my universal yeah, monsters. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Started as a universe like Marvel. You know, give each body everybody their solo film and make sure one's a bass, one's a tenor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bring yeah. them all together. <laughs> For the um, Universal Monster Fuck Fest musical, dude, yeah. where they're just singing their hearts out and terrorizing the streets. Hell yeah! I gotta. I need to throw a musical on the board. I think that's what yeah, I need to do. Yeah, man, throw one up there. Throw. Yeah. Um... Not poultry guys, because we're gonna do that one for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Oh, um, throw cannibal up there, man. That's always a good time. Yeah, Cannibal would be a well, good Well, check one. out the lure first, man. Watch yeah, that. Yeah, I, I might want to yeah, put that one might be one, one you might like. And let me know how that I is I think too. it might be too good, though. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Because I, I don't want people to get into the, to, to the groove of me showing good movies. Yeah, you want the schlock. Yeah, the schlock. yeah. Because yeah. I've already shown... I've shown Flesher. Flesher was a good movie. What that are was... some bad musicals? Oh my god! Let I me mean, give this a Google. I would quick. okay. So worst musicals. as good as Rocky Horror Picture Show is, I would classify it as bad though, because it is like, it's 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 kind of like schlocky, you know. Now is that where the fandom comes from? Because that movie's bad. Probably, yeah. I think so. Worst musical movies. All right, we're gonna go. I found a list. The first thing that come up, the top tens.com. You can go through it. 
Yeah, go ahead. Uh, number one, Annie, twenty fourteen. Okay. With Jamie Foxx. All right. Yeah, yeah I never yeah, saw. I it. never saw it either. Uh, number two, High School Musical. Okay, I could get. I that. could see that. I, could feel that. <laughs> I haven't watched it. Number three, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the worst. This is a quote. Uh, this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I was absolutely amazed by how bad this film was. So much cringe. It was painful to watch. <laughs> it made me wonder why it was so popular. Apparently, back in the seventies, they would have special midnight showings in which people would dress up as the characters and even bring props, and they would dance along to the songs. <laughs> in the seventies, <laughs> that shit happens now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just went to one as recent as last uh, year. Here's a shorter quote. Was hoping this would be would be here. Deranged piece of crap. Both times I watched it, not even mildly amusing. <laughs> the straights wrote those. <laughs> yes, dude. I mean, I'm straight. But how could you not even like Tim Curry's performance in that movie, dude? It's fun. And then the music's good, dude. The music is great on the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Have you seen Shock Treatment? The sequel. Mm-mm. Oh, I've read about it. I never it's, watched it's it. Though. It's super. It's like good. sci-fi, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. read about it. I never watched it. It's got um, what's her name from Suspiria in it? The the lead character from Suspiria from the original Suspiria. Yeah, yeah. she plays Janet in Shark oh, right Treatment. On. Yeah, uh, Home on the Range coming in number four, Disney animated film that I do not. I have no fucking seen. clue. I don't know shit about number Home f- on coming range. in number five, Grease two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Michelle uh, Pfeiffer. I love Grease, man. Oh yeah. my god. I mean, and Grease Two is good on its own merit, Grease. like on the the shitness of it. <laughs> Isn't it like? Wasn't there something fucking crazy going on in that movie, like plot wise? Yeah, probably. It's, like it's a, been so long since I've watched yeah, it. I, I remember something being fucking off the wall. With but it. I remember enjoying it. I just don't remember enjoying it because it was good. Um, so many Disney Channel originals on here. Next one's Teen Beach Movie. You can just assume any Disney Channel original musical is probably going to be terrible. Not good. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, from Justin to Kelly, number seven. Oh, the, uh, the man. The American Idol movie. Fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I didn't see that movie, but I saw clips of it. And I'm just like, what were we doing as a culture well, where this what, movie happened? That was the very first season of American Idol. And you'll realize yeah, that yeah. they never made another movie again, did they? Oh, an honorable mention. We haven't finished the list yet. Crossroads, Britney Spears, and that oh, is Lord. Too. I don't know. I don't know if that's actually a musical, but I don't know if it is either. God damn it's a piece of shit of a movie. I'm assuming it is. The Pirate Movie at number eight. Have you the heard of that? The fuck is the Pirate Movie? Never heard of it. A pirate. It's like for me, matey. <laughs> South Park, bigger, longer, and uncuts on the on the worst list. That's not a good though. No, that's bad. That's a good one. Yeah, but I don't think it's also a good to classify it as musical it is a musical it is a musical yeah but it's South Park yeah so it's kind of it's like if the Simpsons movie was a musical dude What's I'm not categorizing that fuck fuck your fucking face fuck your fucking blame Canada blame Canada I mean, yeah. yeah it's got some great songs <laughs> the final one oh this keeps, the list keeps going God uh, Descendants it's a Disney movie where um another Disney Channel original it's about the kids of all the bad people yeah. <laughs> and these kids are obsessed with it bro I've thrown like you know how I know about that parties at the theater you know how like, I know about that how? shit because when I worked at Target that's all those fucking little shits wanted were those Descendants dolls mm-hmm. it's huge man it's huge um, like, get the fuck out of my face We're another out. one I bet neither of us have heard of at long last love nope nope uh, Rent is on the list which you haven't seen yeah uh, Xanadu um, uh, but, I haven't uh, seen Xanadu, but yeah, I've heard about yeah, it. Yeah, dude, I saw it a long time ago. I can't, couldn't tell you if it was good or not. 
Mamma Mia's on here. You're going to watch that tonight. Mamma Mia. The, the review is here the most annoying again. movie in the universe. <laughs> I feel like this is a, a list made by people who didn't like musicals. Uh, or at least the comments on it are... are well, yeah, which is also like weird musicals. because I just saw the jazz singer is on here. And it says 1980. That's probably just because when it was restored. The jazz singer is the first motion picture ever to have dialogue. Oh. Ever. Wow. The very first line spoken is on cinema, ever. Y'all ain't gonna believe this. And then it Hell cuts yeah. over to this lady singing. It's the final thing. It's her. She's the jazz singer. And she yeah. finally sings at the end of the movie. The whole movie's silent. The whole movie is silent until the final scene. Wow. And, it, and all of a sudden, y'all ain't gonna believe this. And she sings her song. Is it a fat lady? No, a black woman. Because you know if it's if it's because it ain't over till the fat, fat lady sings. Uh, yeah, this thing just keeps going on. Lots of lots of bad musicals. Uh, Eight Miles on here. There used to be a Texas Chainsaw Massacre musical. You said there needs to be. Yeah. Okay, I thought you said there used to be. I was like, there I have not be. heard of this. I hope there. If there is one, yeah, I want to know great. about it. Um. Yeah, Eight Mile. Nah, mm. not a musical. No. I but, thought about including it. On the it. other hand, Sticky Fingers, The Day in the Life is I, a musical. I thought about including it. Every word in the Sticky Fingers film is wrapped. Every single piece of dialogue. The beat goes the entire time. Yeah. There are there are scenes in 8 Mile where there are no songs. We've so, got The Wiz on here. Yes, The Wiz is another one. I haven't, uh, I've seen The Wiz, but it's been way too long for me to remember if it was good. The Greatest Showman. Did you, did That's you like Hugh that? Jackman shit. Have you not seen it? No. I'll tell you, I showed it at the theater. I had no interest in watching it. Showed it at the theater. The music's catchy. It's uh, it's like panic. It's like if Panic at the Disco were to write a musical. It's what okay. the music sounds like. And uh, kids fucking love it, man. Like I said, for Descendants parties, I've thrown Greatest Showman parties left yeah. and right, and they come in there and they watch the sing along version of it. Why can't kids like cool stuff? Like, right? I don't know anything but that. They don't anymore. I mean, at least, at least kids like superhero movies. It's <laughs> about the best you can ask for. Step Up. Everybody says, that's pretty bad. Cherry yeah. Tatum. I can see that. It's funny, you know, you look through these and you realize there's like a lot of musicals out there that you have movies. not seen, man. Anytime I like, I mm-hmm. start to think about like some specific subgenres of things, I'm like, man, there's so many movies I haven't seen. And uh, I went to the Joe Bob Briggs How How, How Ray Rednecks Saved Hollywood mm-hmm. in Charlotte a couple is a year ago, yeah, it's last year. Um, and I realized, man, there's so much fucking redneck cinema I haven't seen. There's so many southern movies I don't know anything about. Well, do you mean? Horror films that takes place in the South, or just no, southern just southern film in general. Film in general, yeah, like, like what, like uh, like Cannibal Run, okay, uh, Convoy, all those like trucker movies, yeah, and, yeah, like Dukes of Hazzard, and shit like that. Yeah, I've seen Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah. Come on, I'm not fucking. Let's tell you shit too. I'm not a total. Fucking <laughs> I'm not total to you. Blues Brothers 2000. Oh uh, man, yeah. uh, which is I mean, it's the, I like Blues John, Brothers 2000. That guy John Belushi. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but uh, John Goodman. Yeah, John Goodman, and then it's got voodoo shit at the end of it too, which is really cool. Like yeah. they're, on the, they're on the swamp, right? Then they're yeah, on the yeah. swamp, and they all try to come out and play. Yeah, dude, I wouldn't put Blues Brothers 2000 in basketball. Good movie. The, the first one's a man. That's one of my, the, probably my favorite Saturday Night Live. Maybe. Yeah, for sure. Hands down. 
Is that a musical? Yeah, yeah it's a musical. First one? Every scene's got a musical. It's got a song. It, it does, yeah. Because yeah. they're, they're trying to get the band, the band back together. There you go. Yeah. Get the Franklin. You got Ray Charles. Yeah. And yeah. A lot yeah. of people in it. And it's got a good mix of comedy and action mm-hmm. mixed in, too, in between it. Yeah, yeah it almost transcends awesome being movie, a musical. Dude. Yeah. It's an awesome movie. I need to watch that again, man. It's been a while since I've sat down and watched Blues Brothers. There's that fucking Metallica movie. Through the night. I hated that fucking Is that movie, a musical? Yeah, it's like a concert. It's not a musical. Yeah. It's a Metallica concert with some bullshit going on outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Metallica concert with some CGI bullshit going on outside. We, talk, for, we it, talked like about Sister Act. Long. Sister Act 2, Back in the Hat. Yeah, we talked about Sister Act on the, list, on right the last two episodes. Yeah, I've just been scrolling through these, uh, these bad, bad <clears throat> musicals. They should make like Jean-Claude Van Damme musicals. Like kickbox. Joe's like, apartment, bro. You haven't seen it's an MTV uh, movie where Joe moves into an apartment infested with cockroaches, bro. They become like his best friend. Do the cockroaches they, sing? They sing and Amazing. talk. It's uh, who's the dude? He's in Kangaroo Jack. Kangaroo Jack, the white guy. Uh, oh, fuck! I gotta IMDb this right now. David man. Arquette? Not David Arquette. He's um, he's got that that face. He was in like every fucking 90s movie dude but Joe's apartment is amazing I'll try to buy a copy of this movie and bring it over Jerry O'Connell is his name oh yeah Jerry O'Connell if you remember but he was in like everything in the 90s yeah yeah dude. yeah he was the white guy Kangaroo Jack Sliders Mission to Mars uh, yeah he's in Can't Hardly Wait looks like he's playing Superman in the animated DC universe currently he was just in Satanic Panic yeah Satanic Panic Sight yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's been playing Superman for a few years now in the DC uh, Voice like, universe. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But yeah, so uh, Joe's apartment. What's the actual... A nice guy has just moved to New York and discovers he must share his rundown apartment with a couple thousand singing, dancing cockroaches. And I loved it when I was little, dude. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I've never seen years it. Old, dude. It's MTV movie. I gotta check it MTV out. MTV movie from the 90s. Back when MTV you know, made movies. Yeah. It's based on a short film initially. What, as well. Fucking Napoleon Dynamite was their last big hit, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and I just I don't I still don't understand Napoleon Dynamite this day. It's I mean, not, I get it. It's not my movie, but I can see how somebody wouldn't get it. It's just the comedy doesn't. Pootie Tang, dude. Yes, it's not a musical. That's not a fucking musical. <laughs> no, but There's music in it, but it's not a fucking musical. It's number four on this worst it's list. Fucking, yeah, that's a tight movie, though. I love Blueberry Pie. <laughs> I gotta watch that movie. Just soon. the way he fucking, oh the way Pootie Tang talks. Yeah, another Michael Rappaport again. Is he uh, in Pootie Michael Tang? Rappaport is in Pootie Tang? Yeah. And I don't even uh, remember him being in Yeah, man. And then, um, fucking, uh, what's his name? Isn't it from the Chappelle show? Um, God, what is his name? He's also in Everybody Hates Chris and shit. I haven't seen that show. Yeah, that's a good show. You should check it out. Um,. What else do we got fucking going on with musicals? <laughs> psycho. They need to make a psycho musical. Dude, yeah, there's like, it's a whole untapped world out there for musicals. For sure. Man. There should be a uh, musical version of every regular movie. Well, think is a genre bending, man, because you can take yeah. any genre and make it a musical and have fun. You really could, yeah. You can do an action musical, yeah. a drama musical. They did the rap musical. We've got horror musicals. Let's see some fucking alien musicals man oh it's Close Encounters of the Third Kind where they're humming and buzzing their way to earth like 
We're about to get onto humans. <laughs> we need more Muppets, too. Muppet musicals are the yeah. best, man. That's why I love a Muppet Christmas Carol, man. It's, yeah, it's uh, tight. The music in it is fucking awesome. And then when you finally get to hear Michael Caine come in to being the happy Ebenezer Scrooge and sing at the end, it, yeah. like, it puts this warm feeling in your heart, man. And it's because of the music. It's because of the singing, you know. Uh, movies draw out emotion music draws out emotion so when you layer them on top of each other and engage the viewer mm-hmm. in an amazing musical it just fires on every fucking cylinder you have man it makes you feel amazing hell yeah especially when you find a musical you really like alright so we're gonna wrap up here okay but real quick before we go top five musicals top five yeah Repo the Genetic Opera Cannibal the Musical Sweeney Todd with uh, Johnny Depp I'm gonna do the three. We got this. Just three. Those are my three. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That works. I mean, uh, so the top would be Repo, then Cannibal, then uh, Sweet Tide. Sweet Tide. Yeah. Okay. Because and those are based on the fact that I know every word to all this. (laughs) I can do them in a moment's notice. All right. Well, thank y'all for listening. Uh, and continuing to support me through Musical March. Yes, Ryan, I had a fun time with you, man. It's always I mean, a blast. This is the first time I'm actually announcing it on the podcast, but next month in April, it's going to be all about Saw. <laughs> so we're going to be gearing up for Spiral to come out in May, and me and Cagney are going to be rewatching the Saw franchise. Yeah. And, and we're basically using Saw as launching pad for our thoughts. You know, we start talking about Saw, but the next thing you know, we're talking <laughs> left and right about some fun stuff, man. So it's going to be a good month. My, my listeners know that tangents will be had on yeah. this show. So. The tangents will be had. <laughs> That's a fucking guarantee. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for hanging out. Ryan, I love you, bro. As it's always. Great. It's always fun. It's always a good time hanging out with you. Thank y'all for listening, and now let's watch some fucking movies. Well, it looks like this time. Come back next week. See if you can do it